Thank you for tuning in to Mafia Memoirs. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zimware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and auto recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the van and create an invoice out in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. Hi, y'all. <laughs> hey, good morning, and welcome to another episode of Mafia Memoirs. My name's Jody. I'm Rod Pusey. And we're super excited to have you guys join us this morning. We're actually <laughs> waiting for Nick Vecchio from Stickler for Details out of uh, Fort Collins, Colorado to join us. And uh, so while we're waiting for him, we are super, super excited because we are heading to Salt Lake for Rennie Doyle's advanced training. And guess what? We are not just going to be sponsors. We're actually going to be trained. So hold on. I'm trying to add Nick right now. If we can be trained. Some people say we're untrainable. Um, uh, you know, it's kind of see. There you go. Where do you old go? Old dog new tricks see. thing. Might not happen. They might throw us out. I can't <clears> click <throat> on his name. It's like. I'm oh, there it is. User error. I'm clicking his name instead of the add button. <laughs> you think what can you do man it's always something so it's because i'm not used to the android side of things we've actually been having better luck adding the android users as opposed to iphone so yeah. it's adding oh, hey guys Rod, you're gonna have to scoot over close to me man get all cozy there how you are you good how are you doing nick good how you been you know, just crazy busy. You know, this 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 summer has just been insane with all of the various activities. We were, of course, with you out at uh, Air Force One, and then we just got back from Mobile Tech Expo. And tomorrow we're actually heading to actually this, this evening. Afternoon, yeah. We're heading to Salt Lake to participate in Rennie Doyle's advanced one-day training. So oh, very excited nice. to head down there. Yeah, no, you guys have been all over. I know the uh, the travel thing, that's not easy. And, uh, boy, it's, it's been a whirlwind of a summer for a lot of us in the in the group. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. It, it's super fun. So, so I, I want to talk about that. Is what, tell us about uh, the adventures after Air Force One. What was that like? Uh, you know, the whole Air Force One program has, for me, has been extremely beneficial. Um that was my second year on the product on the project, and uh, this year I was on the finishing team. Um, and I remember the first year we were out there doing that, working with you. Uh, you know, I was like, "Oh man, I, I need to make that finishing team. I want to be on it." Boy, I'll tell you what, holding a polisher for those seven days—that was—I was second, thinking to myself. Man, it would be nice to have a little break in between, but I mean, there was there was a lot of polishing. Um, yeah. I, hats off to those guys, Kyle, 
um, Big Mark. I mean, those guys that year after year are back on that because there is a lot of work, a lot of finishing work to be done. You know, Air Force One and on the bombers, um, that was incredible. But it was a great experience. I, I'm very fortunate. Uh, been blessed. I mean, uh, just the word of mouth when people come into the shop and see our team photo or, um, you know, see a picture hanging up and they ask you about it. Um, had multiple people here in, in uh, Fort Collins. We have a, a smaller airport, you know, asked me to come down and do their planes and stuff like that. So I, it's an incredible event. I feel blessed to be part of not only detailing success, the detailing mafia, but just the detailing family in general around the U.S., um, not even the U.S., around the world. It's, it's incredible. Um, has only elevated the business um, since I took training and the opportunities, like I said, McCall's. I walked around with my mouth wide open. Um, <laughs> I don't see those type of cars here, you know. Yeah. Uh, it was just mind-blowing to walk around and see cars. I, and a lot of them, I didn't even know what they were. Um, it was like a kid Christmas morning. So it was it was awesome. This summer's been completely awesome. Uh, trip after trip, and they keep getting better e each year. That That's awesome. That's cool. So are you going to be going to uh, the SEMA show here in about 60 so days? So the SEMA show coming, coming up, uh, I'm real excited for that. I mean, that's always a good event. Um I'll go out uh, Wednesday, Wednesday to Saturday night. Um, I got some things going on out there, and then we'll uh, obviously do the main part of going for me every year is just the educational day with Rennie. Um, th that day in itself is hands down the most important day for me because every time I get with Rennie, Justin, uh, Big Mark, um, God, Kyle Clark, I mean, you learn so much. Um, for me, getting together at those events, it's it's the camaraderie with those guys, but the education. I mean, those guys have so many. I, I've had the business 19 years, okay? But wow. every time I get together with them, I learn something new. Um, and, and that's been the, the, the best part for me. Um, you know, like I said, I've been doing it. I did it uh I went to training in 2017, so I had 16 years under my belt. Um, had knew about Rennie, knew about the training, just never pulled the trigger. Um, and then in 17, I decided, you know, I was going to go out and, and do the training. Um, for me, the big part of it was um, I ran the business like a hobby because my kids and my family were first. I have a, a wife who's very career-driven, um, very successful. Um, but again, the, she's gone quite a bit. And I made that choice that I was going to be the one um, to pick the kids up, take them every, you know, soccer practice, this and that. Um, so I didn't run the business the way it should be until I went to training with Rennie and really realized what I needed to do with the business, you know, how well, to change it. What are some of the things that you changed? I mean, because part of it is you're trying to balance, you know, a very career-driven wife, and you're stepping in as the counterpart to that. 
to, to play the role as, you know, as a dad, you know, so what kind of changes did you actually make to take it to that next level? I think having the girls, obviously they're older now. When I started the business, uh, both the kids were, were babies. Uh, now one's 17, the other one's 14. Um, I think they got to the point where uh, dad's not needed. You know, they, uh, they don't need me to be at every school function um, to get them there. So basically with the, the kids' needs not there as much, I focused on, okay, I want to take the bit. I want to go full bore into the business. And what I learned with the training with Rennie had taught me, okay, first off, you could call it, I had a business. I had a successful business, 17 years, three employees. We've always made money, but I went, uh, I got away from my dealerships. Now I still have two big dealerships. One's a Porsche, Audi and Volkswagen dealership that I had from day one. Uh, so 19 years. And that's, that's kind of unheard of with dealerships yeah, because most yeah, dealerships don't stick with you. Um, and they want, a uh, hundred dollar detail and we have a relationship built up to where um you know they're no i'm not doing a 200 dollar detail um it, it could be what you want if you expect you gotta know you're gonna pay for it um so i kind of targeted more the retail side went after the retail so now i would say i used to be 80 20 i would say that is flipped now um doing more retail, but I keep the dealership work because, you know, just like you guys, winter comes, it's snowing, that you have that steady car flow, get it done, pull it out in the snow, take it back to the dealerships. And if I was a one-man show, I probably wouldn't do them, but I have three other guys that depend on getting paid, working every day. Um, we are Monday through Friday, so... Um, you know, they they like the insurance of being able to, no matter what the weather is, what's going on, they know to come to work every day, Monday through Friday, yeah. you know, and, and it works there. So that was huge. Renny, uh, basically getting in my head of you need to look outside the box and focus on more of how to grow the business instead of settling for what you have. And I think that's what I did when I called it a hobby. Um, I, I didn't have to go anymore because I had more than enough work than I wanted. Right. Now I want to take it above and beyond. I want to, you know, I wasn't pushing the coatings and I wasn't doing this because I knew, okay, at two o'clock on Tuesdays, I got to take this one to piano class. And, yeah. you know, I wasn't there at the show. I wasn't working it was more of a hobby. Um, so just turning that into, you know, I'm here basically every day. I usually get in about five o'clock in the morning, 4.35, try to get stuff done. Uh, the guys come in at seven and then we're full board till four o'clock. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, I can see the changes. They're, they're, they're very easy to say once you start focusing. You guys know, like anything, when you put your mind to it and say these are the changes we're going to do, um, it, it just 
it's flourished. And I'm very thankful and blessed that, you know, I took the class. I remember, I think it was oh, 2010, maybe 2011, I looked at doing it. Um, and I was like, nah, you know, now's not a good time and this and that. So I think the biggest thing, the kids don't need me as much anymore. And now I can really, you know, you, you both know that now you, you know, I can actually work the business the way I probably should have when I first started it. Yeah. 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 It, that's an interesting thing because there are seasons in not only life, but also in your career. And it's exciting when you start to see, you, you can see new seasons coming and, they're they're exciting. They're also a little bit of trepidation for them. Yeah. My my last two girls will be completely at done with school next summer, and so you know you start thinking, well, you know what, we could do this as a couple. We could do this with our business. You know, there's some new ideas that we have that we'd like to explore, and so that that becomes kind of an exciting time, but you know that is filled with new opportunities. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I mean, even getting started, uh, the way we got started um, was kind of funny. My my dad had just retired and uh, my dad's my partner and he uh, was 55, retired early and three months into retirement was going batty. I mean, my mom was like, he's driving me crazy because uh, he worked all his life, 30, 35 years with the same company. All he did was work. Um, and I think that was one of the biggest things for me growing up is we never needed anything, but I wanted him to be around, but he was always working. And that for me as a father, I took it as, okay, work's always going to be there. My kids aren't going to be young forever. That's where the whole, it was a hobby for me. My kids came first, then the job. Um, and, and how I even, we got started into this is uh, always into cars, um, not a gearhead, but my dad had a six, uh, still has a 65 Stingray. My mom had a 75 Stingray and he had a DeLorean. So cars all over the house. And every Saturday, me and my little brother would have to go with my dad up to the car wash, and we'd get the buckets out, and we'd have to rent and this and that. So we're always tinkering with it. Um, and my dad was my hero, my idol. I wanted to be just like him. So I went to school for business management. My dad was a division manager for Consolidated Freightways, like Yellow and Roadway. Yeah. Um, and they obviously bellied up and, uh, but anyways, I went to school, wanted to be a suit and tie kind of guy, just like my dad. And, uh, about a year before I graduated, they offered me a terminal supervisor role and, uh, I took the job. I was engaged to my wife at the time and, uh, two years of doing a desk job, I was, ready to jump off a bridge. I mean, I absolutely hated it. Meantime, my dad retired looking for something to do. So rented a garage and he started detailing cars for a friend who owned a lot next door. Um, I said, dad, how is it? You know? And he's like, it's pretty good. And I said, well, you know, could I come on the weekends and help you? And he said, yeah. And, uh, 
you know, I liked it. And I said, Dad, I'm going to quit my job. And he's like, what? And I'm like, I'm going to quit. And let's go into business. Let's do this. And he's like, I'm not too sure about this. And I, my wife will attest to the story. I quit my job. Her and I are newly married. No kids yet. Um, quit my job. And I was making decent money back at that time. So we're talking early 2000. And the first month, my paycheck I brought home was around $300. And I thought my wife was going to boot me to the curb because she gave me that look of, what did you just do? And uh, I, I was worried. But, you know, my dad and I, like Rennie said, you know, we didn't have a business plan, but we kind of jammed one together. You go that direction. I'm going this direction. We pounded the pavement started bringing in clients and and from there it, it just took off and even with the economy you know in 09 when everything went to hell i had to down staff um but i was able to keep it going and then once the economy started coming around i was able to get the staff back um the biggest thing with me though is i don't i don't want to be a production type shop and i know a lot of uh, detail shops that do dealership work, that's what they are. So I keep it to three guys. I won't, e even though I could put more on, we, we won't do it because I don't want to become a production shop. We do offer dealership work. They know they take a back seat. So if we're like summertime, you know, we're completely stacked up. They know they have to wait or we just can't get to it. Um, but the whole getting into detailing, uh, never thought I'd be detailing. Um, always thought I wanted to be a businessman, just like my dad, sit and tie kind of guy. But I, I'm, I, I cannot sit in front of a computer. I would rather wash floors, build a fence, dig a ditch, do something with my hands than, than do the corporate America stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. And it was a good experience. I learned a lot. But I also learned uh, I was not, I'm not that type of person. Yeah, but look what you built. You know, I, I think a lot I, of times, you know, we have been, especially I think in the 80s and 90s, we were so conditioned. Go get a four-year degree. Go mm -hmm. into business. Go, yep. you know, you have to have that degree. And it almost displaced and discouraged you going into any kind of trade. And now the trades are really struggling trying to yeah. find talent because they've downplayed them so much. And you found through, you know, just taking that week that, hey, you know what? Well, I really love doing this and I don't want to be behind a computer. And a lot of times I'm thinking the same thing. <laughs> so it's tough. Yeah, it's there's a secret about Zenware, and that's the reason that Jody and Rod travel around to work on planes and cars and stuff is because we don't like sitting behind a desk all the time. So, yeah. Don't tell anybody, but there's an ulterior motive there. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, it. it's, you know, uh, to me, if you're not doing something you love and 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 I know you have to make money and, and provide and stuff like that, um, but if you're not doing something that you love, the, your life here on earth is so short if you think about it. And if you dread going to work, I, I just had a long talk with, with a person in the group. 
Um, I think we take for granted, you know, every day we're alive and stuff. We are here for a short time. And if you're stressing about going to work or, um, you know, I got this and you're just stress ball, aggravated in the, you got, you got to make that change. Life is not supposed to be, for me, in my opinion, life's not supposed to be like that. Um, when you wake up and you dread wherever you're going and, uh, I love what I do. Am I going to be a millionaire doing it? Probably not the way I run it. Um, cause I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, uh, I'm not career driven. You know what I mean? I'm very simple. As long as I can provide for my family, my couple employees, I don't need much more than that. Um, I'm yeah. a very simple person. You know, awesome. I think that's the, I think that's a real important thing there that a lot of people miss out on is they feel like, um, I hear it all the time in some of the business groups we're in and stuff that, man, if my business isn't making multi-millions, if I can't sell it for $20 yeah. million in three years, then I've failed. And success is measured how you see it. Um, for sure. If, if you're a one man shop and you can provide for yourself and your family and you're happy, then you're successful. Every yep. business isn't worth a hundred million dollars. That's not how it works. And <clears throat> if it weren't for some of the businesses that are not worth a million bucks, all of us wouldn't be where we are. I mean, right. there are tons of people in my life that have done stuff with me or for me or whatever that I know they're just doing it because they like doing it. You know, I got a friend that's a plumber, right? The guy yeah. makes, you know, he's like 95 bucks an hour. He's never had employees. I mean, in the real big upturn in 06 and 05, he had an employee um, full time. But then he, and when it stopped, he just did his own thing. He's done it. He's going to retire as a plumber. He started as a plumber. And right. he's happy as he can be to have his name on the side of a van and have a career that he's going to be able to retire from. And I think that's really important to take a step back and say, what is it? you want to do with the business where do you want it to be because right. i know a guy that same kind of scenario that at a, one point had three crews working full time uh doing uh, uh sprinkler systems he was doing million dollar jobs for the city and he downsized everything it went back to him and two other guys and he's happier now and he says i make the same amount of money my paychecks are the same whether i had guys doing million dollar jobs and, and i had mm -hmm. all these headaches and all these trucks and all this stuff but the more employees you have, the more expenses you have. Yep. It's, it, it just keeps going up. So you got to kind of find that balance of where it makes you happy. And growth can be personal. It can be financial. It can be, you know, you put new paint on the walls. That's growth. So I think it's hard. It's, it's, it's great that you're grounded and that you can take that look at yourself internally and say, this is the type of person I am. This is what's important to me. And this is what I will and won't do. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of people miss out on that. For sure. And I, it's, it's very easy to do though. I mean, society, the way it is today, you know, they, they portray it as you, you know, like you just said, if you're not selling that company for a million dollars, you're not successful. Um, but what is success to you is different to me. I mean, everybody's, uh, idea of being successful is diff different. And, uh, you know, for me, um, especially with having a career driven wife in a corporate setting, she's a director of brand and advertising. Um, I watch her and I'd be like, hell no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I mean, I, I see the stress on you. 
why, why would I want to go do that? Um, and, and I think you miss out on a lot of important things. Like I said, my two girls and my family come before anything. Um, I always wanted to be there at every event, whether it was the school party where you know it's the same every year, first through sixth grade. They eat cupcakes, make a mess. I wanted to be there. I wanted to be at every, you know, I coached both them at soccer um, for 11 years, um, moved up with an age group. I didn't want a job where I was tied down and not able to do the things I wanted to do for my girls. Now, it's a right. different story right now. They're not needing me as much. So now I'm working a lot harder on the business, the hours sure. and stuff like that, because I don't need to be back at 2.30, 3 o'clock to take them to ballet and this and that. Um, so the trade-off is there. I, I, To me, I think I did a great job being there for my kids. Now it's time to focus on my business and where I want to take it, where the end result's going to be. And, and uh, I think the timing, I wish I would have went to Rennie's training 10 years ago, but going now it's like a fresh start because i get to build the business i have a, a business started now i can improve on it and take it to where i want to go with the information that you know i was able to get from right. him that, that's right. awesome. and the, the fact that you've been in business 19 years i mean i i just want i want to comment on that, that, that that's phenomenal i mean i think the i appreciate I that saw this week we're like 50 percent of businesses don't make it the first five years of those, 60% don't make it to 10. And then of those, like 70% don't make it to 15. You've outlasted all of that. This is yeah. this month. So a couple of days ago, Joe, Jody and I and our other two partners, this is our 10th year. So we've, uh, we've congratulations. made that We started in 09 at the very bottom of the worst economy. Yep. And we were like, yep. hey, this sounds like a good idea. We're all out of work. Let's start a business. So to me, those kind of things, they strengthen you and they help make it so that now that you're in a situation in your business where you're going, okay, now I want to accelerate the business. Well, you've already lived through the rough times. You've already lived through major downturns and having to downsize and dealing with all that. And now you get to, it gets to be fun, right? You get right, to say, hey, right. I'm not sacrificing my family. I'm not sacrificing my personal values here. I'm going to go and do this because I want it to stay fun and I want to keep driving forward and do whatever I want to do with the business, take it to whatever level. And, and, and quite honestly, you are, you are one of the elite people. I mean, when I think about the groups of people we get to talk to, well, I appreciate and, that, you know, that the two of us schmucks get to go hang out with some of the people that, <laughs> that deal with, you know, that go work on these cars that I, I've been a car guy and I'm, I'm very been passionate since I was just a little kid, but to actually get to go and touch those and play with them and, and do the things that we get to do is, is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, it's just, yeah. you know, I, I step back and look at it sometimes and uh, and I'm like, there's people on the outside of the rope, so to speak, you know, the analogy, they're looking in, watching, and they're like, wow, those yeah. guys get to touch that car. They yeah. get to, you know, and it's like, yeah, we get to go and do that. We get to, you know, go inside of a, a $250,000 yep. Ferrari or, or work on, you know, a, 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 a priceless airplane or something like that that, you know, other people only get to, dream about doing that stuff yeah, so, yeah. you know i i count i count those kind of uh blessings as you said or those opportunities as 
you know, each one of these is maybe a once in a lifetime, you know, yep, uh, for sure. And I kind of, those kind of tally up in the back of my head. I don't, I'm not a guy that has a bucket list. I mean, I have things I want to do, but I, I kind of look at them after the fact, right? So like I got to drive a, a Ferrari F430 on an autocross course and I got done with that and I was like, that was definitely somebody's bucket list, and I just did that. Yeah. I, I, I watched a video yeah. my wife took, and I'm like, that's me drifting. A, a, a freaking $200,000 Ferrari drifting around the corner on an autocross course. Who gets to do that? Yeah. This guy. So, so yeah. I'm happy for those moments, and I kind of I soak those in and just internalize those. And, uh, you know, they make me uh, proud of myself, my, you know, my kids. Uh, do the same kind of things. I watch their events, and I'm the same way. I was at every event, every soccer game, coached my daughter, my older daughter in soccer. My two younger kids are almost 17 and 15. And okay. uh, so, and I got all girls too, so I'm right there, dude. I, I yeah, boy, it's, I, I'm outnumbered. <laughs> that's right. The struggle is real, right? Yes, I, I it, it is. Yeah. So, um, and I'm very happy and pleased that I've got to do that. I don't I have regrets about missing things. You know, I've missed a handful of items yep. that I chose to do. Um, this year, Air Force One was on my youngest daughter's birthday. And I, yeah, talked I remember to her extensively yep. about that. That was really tearing me up. And she's like, Dad. I'm 15 years old. We're going to like sit around and eat cake. <laughs> no exactly. <way>. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They don't want you, know. you anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of fun stuff. I mean, I, I, I live those moments and, and I'm happy we get to do that. You know, my, uh, my, my middle daughter, I taught her how to drive in a uh, very rare one of 47 of cars that were imported into the U.S. And she learned how to drive a stick. Not, I mean, it was just, She's going to look back on that and go, that's just a car I learned how to drive in. But if she actually knew what the car was that she learned to drive in, I mean, it's like, you know, yeah, it's cool. you got you to provide those things. So I, I, that's I'm, very, awesome. I'm excited for you. I, I think that your your story is awesome. You know, you're, you're one of those guys that Jody and I, whenever we talked about Mafia No More Show, you gotta get you Nick gotta on. Get here Nick because, on. Yeah, no, I'm so thankful to have the opportunity to do it with you guys. It's, I mean, every time we get together, I love talking to you guys. Uh, always a good time working with you guys. I mean, it, it's just awesome, and uh, look forward to seeing you guys at SEMA. Um, yeah, yeah. And and just listening to, I think what you guys do for us as a group uh you know don't take that lightly you guys have done so much for this group and just these segments of different detailers you guys don't realize how much that has helped other guys in the group when they were struggling with something whether it's a personal issue or a business issue or detailing it i mean just being able to get out and watch something like this and have you guys set it up and do it, nobody else is doing it, and you guys are, and it, it, it not only helps this group, but I've heard from guys outside the group, hey, you know, what was that I saw? You know, where is it? Well, how do I get in touch with them and stuff like that? So huge no, props to you guys for everything you're doing. We're, we're just having fun being apart. I mean, really. See, that's Rod awesome. Rod and I said, you know what, if we're going to be part of this industry, we need to jump all in. And that's, you know, that's in part why we're going to the training tomorrow. And, and I told Rennie and Chris, I said, we want to be trained. We don't want to go and just be on the sidelines. 
We want to go and spend a whole day being a sure. detailer so that we can learn better about what you guys do so that we can be better on our side to better support you. And it's, it's just fun to be part of the group and just part of the industry because the industry is just phenomenal. Yeah, and, no, uh, it is. It's just, it it's is just for a sure. fun time. <laughs> So for I, sure. No, I was gonna. I think I'm going the same place you are. So, so one of the things is, tell us how uh, people that are watching or that will see this. How do they get a hold of you if they're in your area? You know, website, phone number. Where's your address? How do people get a hold of you to if they want to come down and have you know a professional take care of their car? Before you do that, though, because that's that is exactly <laughs> where I was going. I want to know how you came up with the name Sticklers for Detail, and then jump into that, and we'll wrap up. All right, so real funny with that, uh, Dad and I, like I said, Dad Dad rented a shop, and he said, hey, I'm going to do this. And I said, okay. So we were kicking around ideas, and uh, he actually was like, you know, your mother's always a stickler. And then I said, wait a minute, what did you just say? Hey, he was talking about something my mom did, and the word came up, stick. I'm like, Dad, what? And he's like, Nick. I got it. I mean, I'm looking at him, and he goes, Nick, I got it. Sticklers for details. Now, we weren't thinking the number four or anything like that. He threw it in there just to add a twist, um, you know, because it was more his, like, hobby or something he was going to go try to do. Worst case, if it failed, he, you know, he was retired. So uh, it stuck. Um, and now, I mean, I get comments all the time. I, what? Where'd you guys get? And I was like, hey, you know, my dad talking about my mom basically being a stickler. About, I think it was honestly something one of us had. We either he left something out in the yard or something like that. And he was like, God, your mom's such a stickler. And then I was like, that's it. So, um, but anyways, yeah, we're uh, sticklers for details. We're in Fort Collins, Colorado. Uh, www.sticklersfordetails.com or on Facebook, Instagram. Um, so I appreciate it. And uh, I really want to sincere thank you guys for having me on the show. It uh, means a lot to me. It really does. It's just another thing I can say I did and uh, been looking forward to doing this for a while. So thank you guys very much. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, Nick. So well, thank you so much for joining us. I mean, we really appreciate it. We know you got a bunch of cars to go detail. And those that, are, that have been watching, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we do this every Thursday about 10 o'clock. So uh, you guys have a great day and we will see you next week. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks again. Take care. All right. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.